Maximum News is a political satire podcast. The views expressed by the hosts or guests do not necessarily represent the views of the network or our sponsors. Also, it's very hard to talk about people like Ted Cruz without saying lots and lots of swear words. So maybe don't listen with the small little children persons. Feels good. <laughs> yeah. I'm in a wrestling mood now. Yeah. I uh, When I had that music made, I said, uh, uh, he said, what kind of style do you want? And I said, imagine if Rage Against the Machine made music for the Rachel Maddow show. And, <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, and he, he fucking it. killed it. Yeah. He uh, nailed it. Yep. Shout perfect. out to, to Kintz once again for the amazing intro and outro <laughs> music that you'll hear as well as the commercial stings. Um, welcome back to Maximum News. Boy, oh, boy. It's been a long time. And uh, apologies for the... Uh, major laps in shows uh first things first you're gonna notice that uh, my name is michael zampino uh welcome back we have a new co-host uh tj clark is here with me thank you tj for coming in yeah man and uh toby morton uh is going to be on the show as frequently as he is able to but uh, with toby's websites and everything that he was doing we decided to do the podcast and he almost immediately became uh too busy to uh be able to do the show so so toby not being here is nothing more than uh purely scheduling issues um uh toby and i had a conversation about it he's 100 on board with what we're doing and he's gonna uh jump in and be uh you know our third host at any time he's able to um we might have him you know jump on remotely we might have him in studio when we can uh but if not uh tj is here to make sure that we can get you uh episodes <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, more frequently so as you may uh remember from the first couple episodes uh we are in tulsa Oklahoma we are uh, I'm a comedian a writer a musician a father uh TJ well what do you want what do you want to throw in there uh about myself yeah yeah oh, you're uh, I'm a father as yep. well and uh a theater major <laughs> beautiful uh, working in journalism okay for 20 years broadcast television journalism I'm also a comedian a storyteller yeah. uh husband partner beautiful you know, all that stuff person yeah uh my pronouns are he he him Mm-hmm. Yours? Mine are they, them. There you go. But I do, I'm fine with any also. Okay. Uh, identify as gender fluid, but fair. very male presenting. So okay. it's, I like to call it an Oklahoma he. There you go. Yeah. Like if we're in Oklahoma and you don't want to like have a conversation with someone, just call me he. It's fine. When you're like, she's a, <laughs> a, a Philly 10, but a LA 6. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's fucking mean. Don't say things like that about people if yeah. you're out there. That's yeah, not nice. Absolutely. Uh, never rate someone with numbers unless it's like a <laughs> stat, like you know, yeah. basketball. Um, like, yeah, yeah, he he was twelve for fourteen. He, that's <laughs> yeah. provable. Totally. Um, speaking or, of basketball, are you a basketball guy at all? Um, I like it. 
I enjoy it. I don't follow it like super duper. I what I catch from the news. <laughs> we are we are recording this at the uh, at the tail end of All Star Weekend. Uh, uh, listeners uh, may not know I am a uh, a huge huge basketball fan. Oklahoma City Thunder, my team. I grew up a Bulls fan. My dad was from Chicago, and I was born in '81, so I grew up with the Jordan era. Yeah, same uh, so I grew up watching the great one of the greatest teams oh, that's yeah. ever played, yeah. and and just fell in love with basketball. Anyway, uh, last night we had the skills the skills competition the three-point contest the dunk contest yeah and this year's dunk contest was really interesting because this is the first year that they opened it up to g league players which is like the sort of minor league affiliate if you will of the nba yeah and this kid named mac mcclung remember that name mac mcclung i remember this kid because i remember seeing viral videos of this guy on youtube when he was in high school (laughs) this kid was doing 360 backwards reverse dunks (laughs) in high school bro and he is like all of like maybe six foot yeah uh little white kid and it (laughs) broke hops like a this kid his first dunk he had a guy Bring his put his kid on his shoulders, and then the kid had the ball over his head, <laughs> and he jumped over both of them, grabbed the ball, tapped that shit on the backboard, and then dunked the motherfucker. He That's and awesome. they said it during. They said this kid just saved this the fucking dunk contest. Like it had been a little boring, boring. the last yeah, few years. I imagine. Holy shit, man! Mac McClung, shout out to that kid. I remember when the coolest uh, thing was just like Jordan, like being in the air for a long time. Oh, like, because that was, he like, the tops. Oh, he jumped from the free throw line. That's <laughs> yeah, still a huge deal. He, I mean, that's a long way. Yeah, that's like I, I don't know, twelve feet, something yeah. like that. That's where how we got the nickname Air Air Jordan. Air Jordan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's like, wild, isn't it? Yeah. That is wild. It's a long way what, to what jump. What city is that guy from? The the new dunker. Oh, he. Uh, well, <clears throat> I don't know where he's originally from. Yeah. Um, but he's only played a couple of NBA games. But right now he's playing for the Philly, uh, the 76ers okay. uh, G League affiliate. Nice. Uh, which yeah, I don't I don't recall what they're actually called. They might just be the 76ers. But like like <laughs> Oklahoma City's is the Oklahoma City Blue. <laughs> 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 Fucking real original guys. <laughs> the Blue. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> we are now uh, we are we are not here to talk sports, uh, but it is fun whenever I get to every now and again. Again, yeah. uh, we are here to talk politics. A lot has happened since we last talked to you, but we're going. We're not going to try and cover everything that's <laughs> happened since then because holy shit, it's been a lot. Oh man. Um, but let's just jump off right off the bat. Probably one of the biggest stories is Mike Pence being subpoenaed by the uh, <laughs> special counsel, yeah. Jack Smith, for testimony regarding the January sixth insurrection. Mm-hmm. Um, have you heard much about why he's trying to duck it? Um. <laughs> so, if you would pull up the um, the um, speech and debate clause, oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. let's see how that's actually worded, because Mike Pence is basically saying that uh, they're not. Um, first, he tried to say with this with the. Um, the, the January 6th committee that um, that Congress was not entitled to his testimony uh, for this, that, and the other thing. Um, now that it's not Congress, it's actual DOJ, uh, he's trying to say that he's covered under the speech and debate clause, which essentially, if I remember it correctly, says that if you are conducting House or Senate business on the House floor or Senate floor, uh, that during that time, certain things you say can uh, can be sort of protected. Yeah. So the, the general purpose of the speech and debate clause is to protect members of Congress from having to worry that anything they say in the course of legislative activities will implicate them in a lawsuit. 
which is fucking insane. Yeah, so when like, you're when you're you out on the floor be... doing your actual business, you can say whatever the yeah, hell you, you want. No, that thing. This should not exist. First yeah. and foremost, this should not be a thing. Yeah, it's like, like oh, when we we're not editing the words coming out of our mouth, and we could be saying what's coming from our heart. Don't yeah, hold don't, any of that. Yes, <laughs> sorry, buddy, but no, you're gonna be held to account every fucking second you're in there because you're representing us. Yeah. That's what a weird th- out. Also, I know. I'm sure they want to ask you about things that didn't just happen on the floor. That's my big thing is that, yeah, yeah, yeah sure. You, you, okay. Maybe that day, that, that couple of hours window, you were on the floor. Anything you and Trump said to each other, maybe, <laughs> but you weren't talking to him then. Yeah. The conversations they want to know about were the day before, the yeah. weeks leading up. Yeah, the only thing you need to remember what was happening while you were on the floor is that there was a mob of people wanting to behead you. <laughs> Literally chanting, hang Mike Pence. Yeah. And they weren't yeah. singing, hang out with Mike Pence. <laughs> hang no. out with Mike Pence. Yeah. Hang out with Mike Pence. No. I'd like to hang out with Mike Pence. Yeah. Not to mention your old boss, like it was encouraging it also, and you're like kind of protecting him now. That's oh, weird. he, yeah, your 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 old boss was basically like, yeah, he had it coming. He, <laughs> yeah, and you're like, I will not badmouth him. I know. It's like, could wow, what a yes man, right? I mean, none of these <laughs> motherfuckers uh, that are running or for president or that have announced or not announced yet, including DeSantis, uh, DePantis, Meatballron, Meatballron. Jesus, we need to just quickly say that. Um, as, as a couple of chubbers, uh, it's <laughs> yeah. very funny yeah. to see a fatty call another fatty meatball Ron. <laughs> yeah. They are almost the exact same size. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. they, like if you like, stood it, them next to each other, their body shape is almost oh, identical. Oh, yeah. And in my mind, even DeSantis is a little more svelte, right? Like, right. I just picture, like, greasy and just, like, oozy fatness. When I think yes. That. And I say that. It's, it's like it's fat on fat hate, right? Yeah. Exactly. We can say this because yeah. we are full of hate. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, it, it, it's so funny. And also, uh, we said off mic, like, bro, your name is one letter away from Ron. <laughs> it, it, Meatball Don is one letter away. Yeah. Like, that's pretty risky. We both know. We've, we've done comedy. We've been in roast battles. Like, he's asking for a great comeback. Like, yes. Trump is just setting himself up for just like... If that were a roast battle, they, someone would just come real hardcore with meatball dong. I I will not put myself in any roast positions ever again because, and here's the thing, sometimes in conversation I can be kind of funny and dunk on my friends or whatever, but like sitting down and trying to write jokes making fun of someone, I cannot do it. Oh, really? Yeah, I can't oh, do it. The one time I did, a, it wasn't a roast battle, it was just like a, a roast. Yeah. Um, we did the roast of Dan Fritchie when he was leaving the oh, Looney yeah. Bin. Yeah. And I, man, I sat there and agonized uh, trying to come up with stuff and I just couldn't do it. So what I did and I knew it was one of those things you could only pull off once, mm-hmm. is I went around the room and I gave each person one schoolyard insult <laughs> and then drop the mic was nice. like you eat farts you're a, you're a booger you, you smell like farts you're a you booger eater yeah just nice. the whole way around That's and then and know. then was out and yeah it killed but it's one of those things where like if i ever did it again they'd be like no you did that we we yeah my favorite thing to do at roast battles is I would uh, use my kids as a shield, you know? So, like, people always would attack me because of my kids. They were like, oh, yeah, your kids write all your jokes. So I would lean into that and be like, oh, I, I showed my kids your picture, and I let them write roast jokes for you. 
And then, of course, I would write it and just be like the meanest, most vulgar shit. Yeah. <laughs> and they think like, it's coming from me. Yeah. I didn't say this. Don't get mad at me. Um, yeah, I thought for out. a second, I thought you were going to say like that when they make fun of you, you would be like, hey, man, I got kids. <laughs> that just been try and make them feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that idea of being in a roast battle and they, they roast you and you're like, hey, man, and like that, that really yeah. hurt. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's always great when you, you can tell when you really, really got to someone. like get someone. And, yeah, you know what? It's bringing roast battles up during uh, political conversation. I think <laughs> is is fun because, and we were talking about this before the show about how uh, I feel like I miss cheesy Christians, right? I feel like, uh, and not all Christians, of course, but a lot like the core kind of general mm-hmm. read the room Christians are a lot meaner than they used to be, um, and I think that there is. Something there is some fun in being mean, right? And in God, it's appealing. There is a lot of appeal to just like letting that hate out and being mean to someone. Oh yeah, and I, I love can, roast battles because it's like a safe place to do that. It's that's like, so funny. I can do it. I can do that online to yes. shitty people so easily, <laughs> yes. and I'll go back and forth for hours with them, and I have a blast yeah. dunking on them and just being shitty. But like the idea of sitting and writing something mean about you <laughs> about one of my friends, yeah. like that's where yeah. I'm like, I can't, I can't do it. Yeah. Well, I'm giving you full consent already. If you ever <laughs> yeah. say whatever, oh, we will dunk say. on each other if yeah. if, if uh, opportunity presents. But, but I, the idea of sitting down <laughs> yeah, and trying yeah. to write it out, oh, absolutely, yeah, no. But and, and but there's something I think cathartic too about For sure. about getting to be creatively mean, you know. Oh, Especially yeah. Because that's where it's fun to me. It's like in the the creativeness of it. But like I do that with scam texters a lot too. Like yeah. I'll go back and forth with them a lot. Yeah. Um. Like I had a really short one yesterday. Uh. That uh. It just said. Let me find it real quick because it was actually really funny. Uh, Did I delete? Nope, here it is. Okay. (laughs) They opened with, did you forget anything? We have an appointment to go see a movie. (laughs) Don't you remember? (laughs) I respond with, nope. (laughs) They said, excuse me, my name is Nan. Aren't you Matthew? And I said, not anymore. The metamorphosis is nigh complete. Nice. No response. <laughs> they were like, oh, I don't understand this. But sometimes I'm- I'll go for a really long time and be like, yeah, this is Jenny. <laughs> like, yeah. I, yes, I remember. I'll be there at 7 o'clock. I used to get multiple wrong texts for some lady named Tammy. And they were clearly like scam. Like someone must have like, associated my number with the name Tammy. Mm-hmm. But then like Tammy kind of became a character, and I would like speak as Tammy. Yeah. But Tammy loved talking in third person, so it would be like, oh, Tammy has no opinion on that, but Tammy has a lot of opinions <laughs> about this. And then uh, <gasps> yeah, anyway, so it's so. Fun. Whenever I got a, a text that mentioned Tammy, I was like, oh, excuse me, I need to channel Tammy and respond to this. <laughs> oh man, I I remember one where I was going back and forth, and they were saying something like. Uh, why 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 don't you remember me and i'm like because you have not made a proper sacrifice <laughs> to the dark gods yeah. shit like that troll, uh, troll those people all day long oh yeah and then at one point there was one where like they stopped responding and i was like i miss you so much <laughs> <laughs> i miss you please come back that'd be funny to Eunice, please come back i love that and they, they come up with the dumbest name like hi i'm Eunice, and then it's a picture of this asian woman <laughs> And I'm like, mm, I don't know about that. Eunice, come on, Eunice. Also, it's like, uh, this is the same picture as whenever you were Gladys. <laughs> uh, anyway. Right. So uh, get your anger out through roast battles and being mean to um, scammers. And I think more more politicians need to take a roast battle approach to politics, especially Absolutely. now that Donald Trump has basically opened the door to, um, you know, just 
fuck fuck all like <laughs> yeah. niceties oh, like yeah. you know what i mean yeah. all these we're out here mean now y'all. yeah dude I, and i don't really want like necessarily the democratic party to do that to each other in primaries no. yeah. but like in once it's general election time like yeah. oh this time of year is great when they're just like saying mean shit about each other this is oh republican infighting right now is is the fucking best yeah, yeah, and you yeah, got yeah. locally and nationally too so it's absolutely yeah. <laughs> oh i can't wait for someone to slap the piss out of mark wayne mullen <laughs> oh man if you're not local mark wayne mullen is a turd turd uh merchant turd merchant yes yeah yes. uh he, he owns a plumbing company um and is just an awful 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 person uh uh, i was on a plane to wilmington and he was on the plane and and i wanted to slap the shit out of him and i I don't choose violence but you know how it is when you when you feel it oh yeah when you're like when you know like this fucking man has never faced any real consequence for any of his actions in his life and if someone were to slap him it would be the closest thing to actual consequence whenever i think of mark wayne now i think of again january 6th um, mm-hmm. There was this great picture of him. They, they were on the house floor. Yes, he is behind. He's like one of the like pews. I don't know what they're called in the chamber, but he's behind basically a pew and he's yeah. like peeking over it, like looking at the door. And it just looks like uh, I think I made a meme out of it. And oh, it was yeah. like when your when your friends are over, but you want to pretend like you're not home because that's what it was like. It was like motherfucker, you invited these people over. Why are you hiding behind the couch 100. when they come over? Yep. So him like that and, image, uh, like anytime I think of him, I just think of that image because that yep. is just such a that just says everything. It's like you created this, but yeah. you're scared of. It. Oh, same thing with fucking uh, Holly. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Josh Holly, right? Is, is yes, Josh Holly. Yeah, I think that's his name. Uh, when that motherfucker was running, literally <laughs> running away down the hallway oh, yeah. of the. And they showed when they had the hearings. They showed video of it, and like the whole room is just like laughing. Oh, uh, just running. yep, it is Josh Hawley. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> United States Senator from Arkansas. Arkansas, uh, get your shit together. Yeah. Uh, Ooh. With your governor too, Sarah Huckabee. 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 She said some real gross stuff in that uh, State of the Union rebuttal. That rebuttal, you could tell, was written before they heard one word of that speech. Yeah, yeah, because completely. it had nothing to do with the speech yeah. and was disproven by the things that actually happened in the speech. Yeah. Like they're like Biden said this did this and like what well, no that's not what happened. Yeah. yeah, I love that. Like it was pretty baller from what I understand and have read like he he just like set them up left and right. Oh, like, the, like, the best they're one booing, like they're booing and everything just like right like right into his hand of like It was the, the social security thing is that what he got him on. Too, yeah. So he 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 really fucking set him up and said, you know, some Republicans <laughs> want to make cuts to social security and they all boo that's and 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 fucking hillbilly Marjorie Taylor <laughs> Greene jumped up and said, "You're a liar. You're a liar." Yeah. You're a liar. <laughs> Dressed oh, like man. fucking Cruella de Vil. And but then lo and behold, there's a shit ton of video of all of them going, I want to get the fuck social security out of here. Uh and uh so then he's like, uh, you know, he basically is like, Oh, you're saying you don't want to? And they're like, Yes, and he's like, So we'll say right here and now (laughs) that we don't want it. Yeah, (laughs) it's like you idiots. Yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. And then you got McConnell coming. Mike McConnell and, and Tim Scott. Yeah, that's the good beef there. Oh, that beef is so good. <laughs> yeah, that's great beef. I mean, if 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 McConnell weren't on the verge of just falling into a pile of dust, I would say they should actually fight. 
But like McConnell walks around with like signs of lividity. <laughs> yeah. Like he's one strong wind away from just disappearing. Bro, his blood is already settling. Like if he stands up too long, it settles in his fingertips and they turn purple. Like Mitch McConnell is a ghost at this point. Totally. And he's like, Tim Scott's a bad and man. <laughs> yeah. That's a Tim Scott plan, not a Republican plan. I'm a yeah. I'm a cartoon turtle. <laughs> yeah. I do love it though. Oh, it's the best. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they, so he really got him on the social security yeah, thing, and I can't wait great. for that. Did you see Dum Dum MGT uh, M- MTG Marjorie Taylor Green yeah. walking around the floor with that fucking balloon? No, oh no, she was straight up walking around the halls of Congress with a white balloon on a string. Oh no, really, just owning the libs. <laughs> With the, I, mean, I, I imagine mean, it was a Chinese she fucking got us. Right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. Uh, Their I, jokes are the worst. I know it. I know it. <laughs> and I love the uh, the amount of now people that are like, hey, um, remember how in like elementary school you would tie something to a balloon and, and float <laughs> yeah. it up there and like you do yeah. science experiments and shit? Like there's balloons up there a lot. Like, <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah, we found the one that was a definite a spy balloon, but now we've shot down a whole bunch of like <laughs> school projects and shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Now imagine that you're like an elementary school kid. You let the balloon go up in a fucking missile. Just like, <laughs> yeah. You're watching a, a live stream in class <laughs> of your balloon project, uh, measuring wind speeds and like uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it'll turn it. All of a sudden, it turns into the shuttle. What was the space shuttle? <laughs> oh yeah, the Challenger. That was the one. Yeah. <laughs> that was fucking dark. Uh, sorry about that. I, I, I also watched that in elementary school, so I see why. Oh, I'm me not. too. <laughs> yeah, because that's what I was envisioning. Yeah. Um, yeah, the balloons thing is uh, is pretty silly. Yeah. Um, it's like uh, it was really win. funny whenever they were like, right after that happened, they were like, oh, that's what all those things were during the Trump administration. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there was all this shit talking. There was like, oh, wait, we had like four or five oh, of those. Oh, yeah, we just didn't know what they were until we yeah. shot this one they, down. They seemed harmless, so we just let them float on by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were too busy ranting about the wall and other things. I just love the idea with that with technology the way it is and how like motherfuckers can like turn on your webcam, mm-hmm. you know, without you knowing it. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, but the Chinese still have to float a balloon over the United States to spy on us. Like, and it, it works. <laughs> it's so funny, but it seems like such an archaic yeah. like attempt, like a balloon with a like a, like a boom mic attached to it. Exactly. <laughs> like this. Uh, this reminds me of a personal story, and it's you sure. brought up sportsman. Oh, so oh, fuck yeah! I, I, I played little league sports, and I was like, uh, I played second base usually, and I was a very a good aim, but I was a slow thrower. Right, I never pitched. We had a pitcher who was like a badass. He pitched really, really fast, and he would like uh, strike out everyone. But then, like good teams would get used to him, right, and they would uh, start hitting on him. And then I wasn't a pitcher <coughs> at all. But one time, this team who was just like hitting on our fast pitcher, like left and right. Like, they decided to put me in suddenly. So here I come, like, the slowest thrower yeah. on the team, but I had good aim, and they were, like, all ahead. They just, like, kept swinging ahead, and I was, like, striking out people left and right, and it was amazing, but it was all because I was, like, slow yeah. and elementary, and these guys got used to, like, they this, like, ahead of timing. like, adult, like, badass, like, <laughs> speed pitcher, and then I'm just coming up there, like, nope, 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 and, like, basically underhanding yeah. it, and they're, like, striking out left and right. It reminded me of that. It was, like, we had all this, like, high-tech technology to catch all this, like, secret shit, but the balloon we missed. <laughs> we just, like, oh, bro. we let it travel our entire country yeah. just because we're, like, oh, and by the time we noticed it, it was, like, well, it's, it's now so it's gonna funny. hurt all these people. If There's a whole that. documentary called Screwball about <laughs> oh, how yeah. how like the you know major league 
uh, batters are so used to such speeds that like you know when you throw them a 50 mile an hour fucking weirdo ball like exactly. yeah they're fucked yeah oh man that's wild yeah um let's see what else happened also, as a fat person I, i'm dying to get a white t-shirt and just put balloon espionage or not a chinese uh spy balloon yeah 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 like i'd, <laughs> I'd rather be fighting chinese spy balloons <laughs> Uh, my other car is a Chinese spy balloon. <laughs> uh, my other car is a Jewish space laser. <laughs> That's still one of my favorite things that dummies ever said. Do you remember just, that? No. Space that when Marjorie oh. Taylor Greene said that the wildfires were started by Jewish space lasers. Oh, my God. No. Yeah. She said that the Jews uh, shot lasers from space to start the fires because, you know, they would somehow profit? Question mark? I don't. And these people still get elected. I know. That's the scariest thing. It really is. The House is wild. But what's crazy is that you're seeing some of them trickle over to the Senate, like Mark Raymond. Oh, I was going to say, and like, I know, I can't fucking believe he's a senator. Um, the Like, the fact that Marjorie Taylor Greene is now making an attempt to play like she's mainstream, <laughs> or, you know, by like being, uh, yeah. she is to Kevin McCarthy what the little cartoon dog was to Spike. That's like, come on, Spike. Me and you, Spike, I'm coming, Spike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you yeah. got it, Spike. You're right, Spike. Yeah. You know, she is now that to Kevin McCarthy and totally. is like, I w- she wants so badly to be Trump's VP. Mm-hmm. She wants so badly to be Trump's VP. Uh, and and I the State of the Union was so great because it just showed that Kevin McCarthy, no matter how much he thinks he has her under control, oh, no. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. you you can't. She's <laughs> yeah. fucking insane. Yeah. you can't you can't reel in. <laughs> Insanity. I love that that guy became the House Speaker under just the worst possible conditions. That man. He just gave so many. He's just like, oh, fine. Every (laughs) moment of his work life is under duress. Like everything he does is now under duress. Totally. Yeah. That man is a hostage to his own party. And it's fucking hilarious. (laughs) Poetry. Uh, But it sucks, though, because it's going to lead to a lot of terrible things for the country for the next two years. Yeah. Um, which is one of the other great strategies I think the president had during the State of the Union, which was making a point to list every piece of bipartisan legislation that passed in the first two years mm-hmm. to show the contrast that will come Absolutely. with the amount of legislation that doesn't pass now that the House is in Republican yeah, control. Completely. And just just for the sake of being obstructionists. Yeah. Like there's nothing, it, it has nothing to do with the validity of the policy. Uh-huh. You know, it has nothing to yeah. do with... with and by the time of the, the the presidential election, they'll have some good good data on. You right. know what I mean, there'll be some good uh, commercials. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, my other favorite thing too is uh, like like when we had that sinkhole on Riverside recently, <laughs> and somebody goes, "Oh, if, uh, they spent blah 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 money on on Ukraine, but they can't spend blah 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 to fix the roads." <laughs> and I'm like, um, number one. <laughs> Uh, the infrastructure bill has not had time to be implemented yet. Yeah. We just got allocated the money just now. Uh, and also, we can do both, dummy. Yeah. yeah. It's like, stop thinking. I hate the idea of like, oh, well, because we spent money on Ukraine, that's why our roads are fucked. Yeah. Or because we spent money on <laughs> yeah. Ukraine is why we can't have yeah. universal health care. Like, you know, they're be- coming from different bank accounts. <laughs> 100%. And it's like, no, yeah. no, no. The, the money going to Ukraine really isn't the, the, the biggest problem. Our own... 
local military industrial complex, mm-hmm. you know, oh, our yeah. our domestic military complex is is where most of the the you know misallocation and like yeah. you're spending trillions of dollars on a plane they flew one fucking time. <laughs> like, come on, yeah. man! Like, shoot down a balloon. I mean, I swear to God. One thing that the politicians like the a big thing a missed opportunity I think is open the books up, kid. You know, open the books up. Yeah. Show what we're spending on what. Totally, yeah. Why don't they do that? Why don't they say here's how much money we spent on this B thirteen or whatever the fuck plane? Yeah. You know, here's how much money we spent on this. Here's how much money we spent on this, and here's what it did for us. Oh yeah. Here's no. what we could do with that money. No, they want to. Yeah, because they don't want you to know how much exactly. money they exactly. Exactly. Like locally, I think of when there was so much uproar about like funding for OETA. That oh yeah, like almost every year. But I, I yeah. remember it a couple of years ago. It was like they were like, you know, we, we had a tight budget. We need a cut. We need a cut. So like they're talking about cutting like you know the OETA budget. When you look at it, is like the tiniest, tiniest yes. thing. But just because like they sometimes air news that you don't right. like. <laughs> it's, and, and social programs and, and education are always the first cuts that yeah. they bring up. Yeah. Is is anything that helps regular people. And they get taxpayers so mad about it, but when you look at it, it's like you're you're giving most of your money away to like bullets. I mean and, and here's yeah, they at the end of the day they've convinced a lot of poor people that the things that are keeping them poor is yeah. other poor people when Absolutely. in reality it's it's the legislation that's just funneling everything upwards. Yeah. Uh, trickle down economics was a fucking lie. Yeah. And it's time that people realize that it is literally the opposite of how it's described. Oh yeah. It's I mean, you trickle down economics is is something that operates under the insane assumption that corporate CEOs are generous yeah. and good people. Yeah. Uh, guess what? They're <laughs> fucking not. <laughs> yeah. You know, there yeah. might be three. I bet you could find me three mm-hmm. that are decent people, but I I bet you they still take advantage of the fucking American corporate system. Absolutely. Because we, we were talking about this, my wife and I, recently. Um because we were talking about like the uh, unemployment, right, and how like it's it's cool. Like in a way, workers feel like they have more rights. There's more jobs out there, so you can kind of like move up a little bit. A lot of people are kind of leaving their shitty jobs mm-hmm. and kind of getting better jobs. So everyone kind of trickles up, and then you have these like low-paying jobs in that are open and that no one wants. And I feel like those are the ones that should probably be or and are being automated, right? So essentially, we're seeing things more automated and those positions going down. But instead of like the money that used to pay those positions, like filtering to the other employees, they're yeah, all just, just like go straight up, straight back up to and, the top, baby. And the argument can be made, and, and my personal opinion is that the automation is not necessarily um, because the people don't want the jobs. It's yeah. because people don't want to do them for an unlivable wage. Exactly. Yeah. And instead of paying a livable wage, the corporations just decided, well, we could do it with well, robots robot and it, yeah. we save more money. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I but then, am, then, then again, they could, and then it's fine to a way. If like, you're going to have robots do low paid jobs that you're not going to ever pay people well for. That's great, but take the money you're saving and pay your, your other employees. The other employees that are still working, there. Yeah. yeah, if if they're still getting the same wage and you're paying less employees and making more money, yeah. then you fucked up. Yeah. I'm that motherfucker that I will stand behind six people in line at Walmart to not use the self-checkout just totally, as a point yeah. of... And, you know, I fucking hate the fact that I'm in Walmart in the first fucking place, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. But it's, uh, you know, we fucking make... We got to do what we got to do when yeah. you can't afford the fucking uh, nicer stores. Yeah. 
You know, the the more the more ethical stores are too goddamn expensive because ethical consumption yeah. doesn't exist That's in America. Exactly. I was about to say ethical consumption and capitalism. You always have to remind yourself of that when you feel so. The little things, little the bit. little things I can do is like not using self checkout. Absolutely, you yeah. know, uh, those are the things where I can be like, this is me doing my part, and I love it when they come over and they go, "Sir, we have a, li- a lane open here in the self checkout," <laughs> and I'll just go, "Nah, <laughs> I'm not giving some CEO my money." Yeah, no, there's been a couple times where I was like, "No, those only exist so they don't have to pay more of you, <laughs> yeah. so that they can have less." You yeah. know, and now I'm just like, "Don't do that. Just say no. <laughs> that person doesn't give a fuck." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're just trying to make a paycheck. Totally. Yeah, so um, trickle, trickle economics doesn't work. No, it's a goddamn lie. Yeah. It was a fucking lie, just like the the election. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. these they've been they've been putting these seeds in uh, distrust for democracy for a long time, and Trump was just the catalyst. Trump was just the the puppet they could use to push this thing because Republicans are realizing that they're the way that they have become basically a a party that only functions for the elite the wealthy the yeah. white for the most part yeah um they they realize that while they still have a lot of of voters left that m- might not be benefiting from their policy <laughs> yeah. um that more and more of them are getting hip to the fact that republican policies do not serve the people yeah uh they're realizing that if elections are run correctly they can't win yeah. on policy. Yeah. They can't win. Oh, yeah. And so the well, only thing they can do is make people not trust the elections so mm-hmm. that autocracy is the only oh, yeah. option. Yeah. Uh, they have, and I, that's fucking terrifying. There's some statistic. I'm sure we can look it up that Republicans haven't won a popular vote. Of course, we don't use the popular Since 04. Yeah. Since George Bush <laughs> in wartime after 9-11. <laughs> yeah. That's the last time a Republican won the popular vote for president. Yeah. Yep. Thanks, gerrymandering and, and uh, electoral college and right. <laughs> the other all ways of keeping that, control. That and, has got yeah. to get out of here. Yeah. But all we can, the best thing we can do is keep, like I said, doing things like we need to get more politicians to open the books. Yeah. More politicians to show be. Show your work. To, yeah. Show why they're fucking you over. One of the things that I've, I've done a lot uh, when I get when I get into debates with local Republicans, especially in Oklahoma is, is pointing out the fact that especially in certain towns that they live in pointing out the, the decades of Republican legislation that have formed the world that they live in. Yeah. And, and, and asking things like what is the last piece of local democratic legislation that passed and affected you negatively yeah negatively. not fucking yeah. one of them can exactly. name one yeah. or they'll or they'll come up with shit like crt or you know blah 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 and i'm like no 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 name me a tangible <laughs> piece yeah. of past give me the house bill give me <laughs> yeah. the the senate yeah. bill and the number no. you can't fucking do it no. you can't do it because all you've had for the most part we've had it yeah we had a democratic governor not that long ago but Overall, at least 70 plus percent of the legislation in Oklahoma has been Republican for a long fucking time. time. So the idea of blaming all of your problems living in Beggs, Oklahoma on the Democrats is fucking insane. And I feel like and and, and even that their problems trickle down too. and you think that like people will see it eventually. And but they sometimes don't like I think of like health care, right? Like and the pandemic, how many like small 
uh, hospital. How many small towns like hospitals got shut down um, and didn't have a hospital during the pandemic to go to because like healthcare fund. You know what I'm like? like their, oh, yeah. their priorities are so screwed up. Like the, if they had national healthcare, if they oh, had yeah. universal healthcare, like these people could be more taken care of. But then like rural people who live in rural areas have like the worst healthcare right now. Oh. Another one is, is veterans. Like. Oh my gosh! I cannot believe that Stitt is like picking fights with veterans associations because yeah, he'll be that first motherfucker. (laughs) Support our troops. Yeah, support the troops. I think it's finally backfiring because I think veterans are starting to see it, and then they're seeing people like John Stewart, like uh, you know, thank God for John Stewart doing that with the vets. Yeah, the burn pits thing is huge. There's so many vets who are going, and that was bipartisan. Yeah, that passed on a bipartisan. I mean, yeah, sometimes it's only three or four Republican votes, but that. Still is bipartisan. Yeah, that means that at least some people crossed the aisle and said, "You know what? This is something that's actually good for the people, and I'm on board with it." Yeah, you know, it used to be about policy. It's oh. not anymore. It's yeah. it's all culture war. It's all, you know, owning the libs and and fucking. They, it's a war <laughs> yeah. on Christmas. It's yeah. a war on white people. It reminds me of uh, it's a war on straight people. Hey, I'm straight. I'm white. I'm here to tell you. We're not that persecuted, <laughs> y'all. No. All right? We got no. it pretty fucking good. Yeah. Some of that reminded me. Like, I have weird comparisons. I'm sorry. But like, That's uh, okay. I worked in the 90s at a music store as, as CDs are being, uh, uh, CD stores are closing, right? Oh, I know. And, and before the internet, it was really like big stores like Best Buy that did it because Best Buy could offer super cheap CDs, right? Yep. Because their appliances made them the money. So they made like CDs super cheap to bring people in the door. And then once people were in the door, they were like, hey, how about these appliances? That's how like the Republican Party feels to me in a bit. It's like they're out here just like making sure the rich stay powerful and like making sure they can hold on to money, but they bring people in the door through like social issues, through culture war. Yeah, they're like, oh, aren't you scared of this and scared of this? Yes. Like, and it's even like, though, hey, like, guess they what? Are so, hey, like, we <laughs> hate the same thing you hate. <laughs> yeah, we hate the same people you so hate. It's like come in here and then now support all these other like bullshit things that are completely against your interest and your well being. Um, but they got them in through those cheap CDs, you know? <laughs> yep. God. Yeah. We got you here with Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. I uh, uh, I don't want to name names, but I was, I, I was working with uh, someone recently uh, through my day job, and yeah. uh, just in conversation, they, um, they told me about someone, a famous person that they uh, happened to be friends with. Yeah. And immediately when they said who that person was, it's a musician. Yeah. And it was, they were kind of like trying to flex like, hey, look, I'm friends with this musician. Yeah. Um, but that musician is an insane right wing <laughs> fucking nut now. And yeah. so I immediately was like, oh, no, uh, I don't need to talk to you anymore. Yeah. And uh, and then, yeah, uh, then she started naming like a couple websites that I needed to check out. And I was like, oh. Those are websites I will not be checking. Yeah, out. no, they're one hundred percent QAnon websites that I yeah, do not want to be on that. Reporting them and blocking. I'm those on websites. enough watch lists as it is, baby. I don't need to be on that one. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. That that was one of the disappointing things of the like when when the pandemic made everyone fall to one side or the other politically. It was like watching your musical heroes like pick the wrong side. Oh, I know, man. I used to love Van Morrison so much, and then uh, and I don't know. I'm sure politically, Clapton. I, don't, I don't know what he feels about Clapton's something. a yeah. shithead. Clapton, yeah, and and locally that's a huge one because people worship Clapton. Oh right? yeah, yeah. 
But for me, it was Van Morrison. Van Morrison like came out of like the sixties and seventies yeah. and the, like kind of love vibes. Like, girl. So many great songs. Yeah. yeah. And then he's like, uh, open the border. <laughs> like when the, the pandemic stuff, of course, he was mad that he couldn't tour. He's like, he's, he's like an old man who played. I like brown eyed girls. <laughs> I don't like brown girls. <laughs> Goddamn, Van. <laughs> yeah. Settle down. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, that was disappointing. Yeah, so many people just got emboldened to be like, oh, fuck, yeah, it's cool to, like, talk about what we hate publicly. Yeah. And then there's badasses like Neil Young, who's still true to himself, too, and it's Hell like, yeah. I'm leaving Spotify because Joe Rogan. <laughs> yep. And then everyone's like, oh, that's too far, Neil. But now, like, Joe Rogan continues to say shitty things. My are favorite like, are the are the ones right. uh, are the ones that you don't expect to be, like, uh, progressive. Yeah. Like uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. Have you seen some of his responses to right-wing <laughs> trolls? No. They're fucking awesome, dude. They that's are awesome. fucking great. Yeah, like, I mean, I would not say that, that Stone Cold's, like, a liberal by yeah. any means, but, like, he's more progressive than you would think based on his <laughs> accent <laughs> <Question mark. laughs> nice uh but yeah it's it's a very pleasant surprise whenever you're like get him stone cold yeah um yeah, all right let's because yeah, there's not a lot of big like beefy liberals you know <laughs> yeah right i think of like um who's the guy who another wrestler who has i think he's got two moms he's got like lesbian moms and he's He's like super progressive. Oh, is it David Batista? Oh, is, it is? is it Batista? I mean, that I would. See. I don't weird. know that to be a fact, but that yeah. would make sense. But yeah, he's giant tattooed. The guy from Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, Drax. I'm gonna have to look it up to make sure. But I feel like there was some wrestler beefy guy, and he tells a story about like someone just assuming his like political beliefs because of his like you know connection to athletics or whatever, and that he like. Yep. It's is him. It? Okay, yeah. cool. I thought so. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, uh, the first thing I pulled up was Dave Batista shares sweet Instagram post to celebrate his lesbian mom. Yeah. Awesome. It's fucking great. Very cool. <laughs> Dave Batista's pride message. Fuck you if you don't like it. <laughs> yeah. But that's great yeah. for a guy like him because I, I love it, right? that's one of those guys that would be like, yeah, say that shit to my face. <laughs> exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah. Talk about those uh, anti-trans bills to my fucking face. <laughs> that's what we need. We need Oklahoma needs some some David Batistas to step yeah. up. Or at least uh, the legal version of a Dave Batista, the legal equivalent of a Dave Batista. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, speaking of which, a uh, couple of bills to look out for as the Oklahoma uh, legislation uh, is back in session. Uh, Senate Bill six thirteen uh, has passed the Senate's on to House committee that could pass uh, as early as I believe April. And which one is that? Um, that is uh, the, uh, Senate Bill 613 and House Bill 2177 are very similar. They are basically um, criminalization of gender-affirming best practice care uh, for minors. Um, and, yeah, I, I believe there may be one that they're trying to, to get through there for a, a total ban even for adults. But mm -hmm. they're definitely starting with the minors. Um and then, of course, there's a House Bill 2186. Uh, House Bill 2186 would outlaw drag story hour on all public <laughs> property or in the presence of minors. Yeah. Um, and basically, that the, the wording of that, I believe, could be interpreted to say that you could make it illegal to be in drag in public if there's minors present. So fucked up. Oh, it's unbelievably yeah. fucked up. And it's it's... It's incredibly hateful, yeah. Um, and it's the kind of bullshit that uh, would can only happen in a, in a place where it's been so gerrymandered that it's mm. so heavily Republican Absolutely. that the will of the the people in your state yeah. is no longer an issue. Yeah, 
Well, it's, just, it's like monopolies. They have a monopoly on uh, conservatism in Oklahoma. Therefore, there's no checks or balances. It's now just unchecked, rampant, like hatred. How hateful and and backwards can we get? And here's the thing. Uh, you know, a lot of uh, I had a, a a very good friend, um, who's gay, ask me my opinion uh, because they they had another gay friend who. Um, they weren't necessarily anti-trans, but they were kind of, they were talking about the trans sports issue. Mm -hmm. And like a lot of people, they, they found the exception to the rule. They found, you know, the one example of someone who could benefit in a sport from, you know, being born male. Yeah. And I said, listen, the entire thing falls apart. Once you realize that the argument is only in reference to men transitioning to women Mm -hmm. and being in sports if you don't give a fuck about a woman (laughs) transitioning to a man and and competing in sports congrats your whole (laughs) exactly your whole fucking argument is moot yeah and and so and she was kind of like you know what you're right that that really kind of makes it fall apart you know it really loses any of its because at the end of the day with any bill with anything you know, I feel like with any scenario, you're always going to be able to find one example to use as you're like, but what about this? Yeah. And it's like, okay, are you willing to use that one example and say, because this might happen, everyone else has to suffer. Exactly. Yeah. Fuck that. Because, and yeah, it's always like, that's not how being a good human works. Absolutely. And the rules and laws that you make to protect that one sports team is then making an entire generation of children feel like it's illegal to be themselves. You know, like yeah, and like the, the negative. Like you okay, you made this you made this one team, you know, you kicked off the the trans athlete of this one team. So now like you know, their players might be getting more like field time or whatever. Yeah. But now all over the state you've got uh Teens, teens committing suicide, like like teens, will commit suicide. Yes. They will kill themselves. Yes, teens Not all of them. Teens of that will say things to you like I feel like everyone in this state wants me dead. Yeah. That is a quote from my son, and it was the most heartbreaking yeah. thing I've ever heard in my fucking Absolutely. life. No one should ever feel that no. way. No, uh, especially yeah. because of a fucking v- sport. And here's the other thing, too, is this is also operating under the abs- uh, this insane Republican assumption that there's just all these men out there that are like, well... I can't win against the regular men, <laughs> yeah. so I'm gonna transition to female just so I can win just at sports. So that, yeah, like <laughs> what the fuck? All the, you really this, all this bullshit just so I can win more? Just games. so that I could? Yeah. yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Do you really think that's happening out there? Yeah. You really think that's an issue? <laughs> yeah. Oh and, and my not, not like god! Just issue, but it's so common that we need rules and laws about it. Someone it's saw ladybugs with fucking Rodney Dangerfield <laughs> and was like, "We gotta fucking protect the world against this Jonathan Brandis ringer." <laughs> And what I don't and I I know the Olympics aren't always like the greatest on all their policies, but I do know the uh, like the Olympics to me are kind of like the like king sport, right? Like everyone, yeah, it's uh, supposed to be the epitome of, of yeah, of it's like sport the, the competition, most elite athletes, whatever. Yes. And even they allow trans athletes. I know they have some like laws and some rules about like you know their uh, testosterone levels and some other things, but so do all the athletes. Like, but, they're testing all the athletes for like levels and stuff. So like. 
if the Olympics has found a way to like make it work and keep fairness, like I think you're here's the thing about true competitors. Here's the thing about true competitors. They don't give a fuck who they're competing exactly. against. They want to beat everybody. That's what blows a my mind. A bigger field of competition to yeah. win against. Yeah. That's a, like a person like Kobe or Michael Jordan. Yeah. If you said, "Hey, we're gonna bring in a bunch more." people to compete against you they're like fuck yes Absolutely. because that's going to make my stats matter even more Dude, because that's all... that many people yeah. that's that many more people that i beat yeah whatever but that, that's the level or the, the mindset of a real competitor Absolutely. is they're definitely not looking at it like oh you just fucked me out of my championship you should love new challenges like we, all, we were talking about little league a minute ago like all of us if you played little league ball you played against a kid with a mustache when you were like seven, you know, <laughs> like we all like mature at different ages and different bodies. And I remember like if you had a player on your team who was like physically like larger than others, like the other team didn't cry foul. They found a way to make it work. Right. They, they, you know, they, they double guarded them or they like threw more intentional walk. Or, you Absolutely. know what I mean? Like, like if you're a coach and you have a player who's like dominating on the other team. You get creative and you work around it. It's, they had to do that. Challenge. They had to do that when Shaq came in the league. Yeah, it's, the league did not know how to respond to a center that was that fucking big, that yeah. powerful. Yeah, uh, and then they realized, oh, he can't shoot free throws, <laughs> yeah. so yeah. just foul him. Exactly, you find a way. <laughs> it wasn't pretty. It wasn't. It wasn't honorable. But yeah. if you're competing, but you know, he got to play. Yeah. They didn't say, "Hey, Shaq, you can't play anymore." They made it work. I love I love those those competitors too that just have that ability. I was talking about it last night, like with someone about how uh, uh, Kobe and and Michael Jordan were two of the only ones that that could literally just decide in the moment. Oh, okay, I'm now gonna take this game over and I'm gonna dominate. <laughs> uh, there's yeah. a there's a TikTok video or like a Facebook reel um, that is of of an old highlight, and I remember this when it happened because I'm basketball yeah. guy and so there was a game it was when ron artest was with the rockets it's rockets lakers and ron artest i think was still pretty early into his career uh anyway he basically like i believe he like shut kobe down on like one play like yeah. he like stopped him on a play and then was like you ain't ready for me <laughs> and you see kobe go what and he repeats it. he's like you ain't ready for me and kobe just goes <laughs> oh, you're a comedian now. <laughs> and then proceeds to put up like 44 points on him. Like, I love that shit. Yeah. yeah. So like that kind of competitor is going to be like, oh, okay, you're, you're yeah. new. You're going to, you're going to come in and compete. Cool. I'm going to yeah. beat you too, because I'm the it. best. Absolutely. And if you beat me, that means I got to get better because yeah. that's how competition is as well. Yeah. And if, if you're good enough to beat me, then that means that I need to get better. And that's how sports get more yes. interesting and evolve. That's how they get better. Yeah, exactly. Yep. People come in the league that nobody knows what to do with. You know what I mean? Like and the league's going to change because of of Steph Curry. Yeah. Steph Curry being able to shoot a three pointer from wherever the fuck he feels yeah. like it. You know, Dude. now you got Trey Young doing the and same. It's fun shit. as an audience. Like, say you're in the audience on a team, right? And there's a a, a player you play every year, and that team kills you because they had that one player who's big. And then the one year that your coach and your team like figures it out yeah. how to solve them, it's going to be so great. You're going to go yes. wild, right? When you finally like that's what's fun about 
sports, right? You follow it's your the, team. The sense they of accomplishment. Suck, they suck, they suck, and then boom, that one game where they like pull it together. Mm. It's amazing to watch. Hey, it's man, great I, I grew up a Cubs fan. <laughs> no, I, me too, man. 2016, yeah. baby. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got it. It's a great example. Yeah, it's like you. I forget you're a Cubbies fan as well. Like legacy. Hey, man. We, uh, we might come back. We got yes. so we had a good off season. Yeah, Dansby cool. Swanson coming in, Cody Bellinger, looking, yeah. looking all right. Love it when the Cubs do well. The world is better. I love the Cubs. I don't love all Cubs fans. Oh yeah, but that's true. I feel like of Everything. most of the major league baseball, to <laughs> yeah. be honest. Yeah, I saw a great statistic the other day. Uh, Meet the press. They they did great statistics on yeah. that show. And they did a poll about it was show again. Super show Bowl. your work. Yeah, they did a poll on the Super Bowl Sunday. And we always think that, like, uh, football, you know, oh, like, football's probably more conservative sport. But, like, football, when they did a poll, is evenly split. Like, there's just as many liberal fans as there are conservative fans. And I think that that's amazing because we often just think that, like, oh, yeah, sports, liberals don't like sports. But, like, for football, and some sports do, like, NASCAR, of course, yeah, like, yeah. leans one way. You know, uh, soccer leans one way. For sure. But, like, football, like, the big American Basketball sport, probably leans pretty liberal. Yeah, but, uh, but I yeah, that's no. fascinating because in your head you think you know one thing and then the poll will show you. Yeah. Like, oh no, this is pretty even. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. I try. Uh, I, I try. <laughs> there was a minute where I was like, man, I'm fucking done with the NFL. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but you know I'm still keeping up with, with the Bears. Yeah. Even though they suck. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun to root for a sucky team. I think if they trade Justin Fields, they oh god. <laughs> It'd be the dumbest thing ever. It would be the the dumbest move since firing Lovey Smith after he took him to the Super Bowl, uh, and passing up on Patrick Mahomes. Oh, they did that. They traded up to get Mitch Trubisky, who is now riding the bench, fucking I don't know where. <laughs> yeah, and passed on Patrick Mahomes, who Oops. went tenth overall. How many Super Bowl rings does he have? Already? Two. <laughs> he has two yeah. rings, two MVPs, two Super Bowl MVPs. Yeah. You fucked up, Chicago. <laughs> Get it together. Get your poop in a group. Um, yes. Okay. So going back. Oh, yeah, uh, uh, no, no, no. That's fine. This is what we do. This is. It's. We still want it to be fun. We yeah. still want to have some goofs and some laughs because most of we this love is, some goofs. Most of this is heavy. Maddening. It will drive you crazy. Absolutely. Um, so again, just to recap those bills to look out for if you're living in Oklahoma and you're trying to watch out for the uh, anti-trans and anti-gay, anti-drag uh, legislation. Yeah. Um, the best practice gender affirming care bills right now to look out for SB 613 and HB 2177 um, so call your people and ask them to vote no uh, even though it probably won't make a difference um, mm -hmm. but what we can do is once this bullshit is passed if it is is um, fight like hell yeah um and 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 that means um of course legally not physically yeah. uh you know we we don't want to uh, yeah. incite anything There's enough violence uh, yeah when when we say fight like hell we we mean it more like metaphorically annoy your neighbors <laughs> <laughs> annoy your 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 elected officials oh yeah annoy your elected yeah. officials and 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 by that we also don't mean don't make fucking terroristic threats to elected yeah. officials yeah. you know that is insane when you have people like madison cawthorn when he was like it's okay to call your local official and lightly lightly threaten them yeah do you remember he <laughs> yeah. said no, that I into a microphone that. Like while that. being a member of congress Ugh, no yeah good riddance to that piece of shit <laughs> Uh, just goes to show that you can be a we in a wheelchair and still be a fucking prick. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, he said uh, into a microphone out loud in front of people, uh, call your Congress people. Uh, you know, it's okay to lightly threaten them. Oh, 
It's not okay to do that, yeah. but it is okay to voice your disdain for hateful bills yeah. um, and ask them to represent the people of the state and their what they want. Absolutely. Um, because, yeah, at the end of the day, these bills are inhumane um, and they cause real, tangible harm. Absolutely. And even if you don't have a child, I hate it when people are like, it's like you don't have a kid. So you can't like picture how horrible it could be. Like I don't think uh, this is, this is like you. I'm sorry. <laughs> like these kids need protected from their own parents. Sadly, you know. Yes. And it's up to us as like other Oklahomans to help protect these kids. I mean, absolutely, want... it is. You are absolutely right, and that's yeah. that's something. I, I hear that from my and we both have have children in in school. My daughter uh, is in high school, and ever since middle school, even. She has known trans kids mm-hmm. who are not Can't come out. exactly not out to their parents or try to come out to their parents and their parents denied them. And there's like nothing more heartbreaking to me than to hear that, to just know that like there mm-hmm. are children whose own parents like won't. And I know there's some of these ideas are new and scary, right? And you're so like scared. You've seen your child as this one way their whole life and then they start speaking these new ideas and these new things to you. And it's, it's scary to hear, but yeah. And, I, I mean, I just, and there are people who talk about, they feel like they have to mourn for, for yeah. the loss of, of, of a child and, yeah. and those things. And it's, it's something that is, it's a describable and understandable feeling to have, Yeah, but it's not a reason to deny that child's existence. Exactly. What what's important is how you respond to that feeling and how you uh, learn to both accept and cope. Yeah. Um, because we're not saying that every parent is just going to hear that from their child and be like, "Oh, great," you know. Yeah. Uh, Becky and I's reaction very much was like, "Oh, this makes so much sense, absolutely." Yeah. And we were very much like, "Okay, well, next steps. Here's what we need to do." Yeah. Um. And I've I've said in conversation with people a lot of times that we are we're very lucky and that I know that my son doesn't have to be afraid of how we would respond yeah. and that not every kid in this state is that lucky yeah. and that that is terrifying. And I think about those kids a lot yeah. and it breaks my fucking heart and yeah. I want to hug all of them. Yeah. I want to be their dad. Totally, dude. <laughs> I yeah. want to beat up their dads. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and it's, it's it was, and it's crazy too, is that we're not even asking them to like, they don't like, I understand that every family, every parent, like, you know, you have a way that you want to do things, but like at least keep the option open for other parents to do things differently. Absolutely. Like, if you're out there saying that, 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 only parents are are capable of making choice for their kids in school or yeah. vaccination. If you're saying that that you that other people can't make decisions for your kids because you're their parent and you know what's best for them, yeah. but you're out here making decisions <laughs> for other parents, other parents yeah, exactly. Th- you're fucked up. And yeah. the argument they use is, oh, the genital mutilation and blah 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 blah. And look, this is another example of you might be able to find a handful of cases mm-hmm. of of minors having uh surgery yeah but 90% of the time and i would i would i say that pretty confidently yeah um it is not genital surgery mm-hmm. it is top surgery at most mm-hmm. um 
And yeah, you might find an example of someone who had top surgery who later regretted it. You'll always find that example, but it's not a reason yeah. to shut out Absolutely. all these other kids that deserve, you know, and we're not, and I'm not saying that every minor should be able to just go and get top surgery like yeah. that. No, it's a process. You, you, you go through it with doctors. We, we go to therapists. We see psychiatrists. Yeah. It's not just a thing where we say, One oh, day, yeah. we just go to the doctor and we say, exactly. yep, cut them off. Yeah, we, <laughs> exactly. It's, it's not, it doesn't yeah. fucking work that way. It's, it's a highly thought out decision yeah. between a family and a series of doctors, not just a doctor. Yeah. It's a series of doctors yeah. who have the best interests of these children at heart yeah whether you believe it or not and 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 you know i know that everybody's case is different but being able to see and i i, I don't want to go too deep with personal with my son because it's his story to, to tell not mine yeah. but seeing the difference in his confidence in his uh, just his life in overall before and after yeah is unbelievably it's tangible it's Absolutely. it's it's something we can see it's something we can point to uh he's in national honor society now yeah he's you know he's fucking killing it he That's wants awesome. to be a public defender hell yeah got the biggest heart in the world great. Yeah, yeah these kids deserve to, to be able to to and he i don't think he would be doing those things if he were still in the closet or still yeah. you know not able to be out in the world yeah Absolutely. So, it, and it's it's like you said so many great things there. It is multiple conversations. Like if, and I think that that's sometimes what it comes down to. These people are scared of the conversations they are going to have to have with their own kid, with their other family members, with doctors. You know, like some people just aren't great at talking, and they don't know. Like their kids come to them with a scary new thing, and they don't know how to talk to their kid about it. And then you know that if they accept their their child and these new things, that there's like a thousand conversations that are come. After that, and the conversations that like had to, they had, you got to have them. Yep. They've got to be done. But so many people and parents are scared of talking to their own children, and they're too of selfish to, to face that fear. Yeah, so they just want to shut it out, and it's like scary, and it's like no, 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 and then now go even further and make <laughs> laws so no one else can do this yeah. either. It's Essentially, you're you're traumatizing your children willingly because you don't want to be uncomfortable. Yeah, imagine that. Like, yeah. put that into perspective. The fact that I don't want to have an uncomfortable conversation, or I don't want to have to reevaluate my own thoughts or values yeah. or perceptions of my child, um, or even as little as I don't want to have to remember to say he instead of she. Yeah, you know, if it's that much, then then you really need to look inward. Yeah, and and think about how much of it is you. Yeah. And how much of it is is, you know, uh, projection um, uh, or or not even I don't know if projection is the right word. But if, yeah. if if you're basically saying like, no, you have to pretend you're not who you are because I am unwilling to <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm unwilling to make change or or, you know, yeah. sacrifice on my own behalf. Um, and then, you know, in my opinion, that's that's bad parenting because you're making the child suffer Absolutely. for your benefit. Yeah. And that's not the way we bring up a better generation. This, <laughs> yeah. This amazing thing happens when you um, talk to your kids oh my and God. you get to know them. Is that you, you have a pretty good idea of their maturity level, of their intelligence level, of, of what how they handle certain issues, you know, like 
So I feel like if you're your kid, if you just talk to your kid, like like not about any heavy issues, like yes. from the very beginning, you talk to your kid, you're open to your kid, transparent, like yes. you build up a good dialogue, and not necessarily like, hey, I'm your buddy, right? Like you still can have that like parent child like dynamic, but just con- converse with them, yes. and then you find out like you know who they are, you have a better idea of their identity. So when they do come to you and say, hey. I think I'm this, or I think I'm that. Like you then probably, it, like you were saying, like you're like, oh sense. my god, like so much makes sense. And then also, I think you have a good judge of like how far you should take this. You know what I mean? Like, like again, it's multiple conversations. Like, well, what do you need now? You know, and like, what, yeah. what are you not getting that you feel like you need? You know, and like again, like you're not out there like <laughs> uh, scheduling surgery like the very next day. Exactly. You know, it's a series of conversations. You you make sure you know that this kid has everything they need, and then that. You're allowed your own concerns and fears. I just don't understand. Like it's again, it's a process. It's a difficult step. I think so many people just get scared of the work they have to put in to get to know. And their they're and children. they're willing to sacrifice their own children's mental exactly. health and and, so pr- and physical the health sometimes. That they have a trans son or exactly, whatever. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's um, it's a lot of in looking inward. It's yeah. you know, um, for me, it was um. Because I have recently started identifying as non-binary, and I I found out from a podcast I saw a, a podcast and there was a, a person named um, I, I sometimes mispronounce her name I think it's Alok, and there was this um, podcast about like um, manhood and like what it is to like be a man and they had Alok on there who um, has a beard but also dresses mostly feminine and but they're just so smart and intelligent and. And they were talking about being non-binary, and I was just listening to them. And I'd heard non-binary because my daughter had friends who were non-binary, and she would talk about them being non-binary and use like they them. So like I, that was kind of the first time I heard the word non-binary. It was from my own child, you know. Yeah. Uh, and like, and, right. and then her like explaining what that was. So I had like an understanding, but I didn't like think, oh, that's me. And then like I was watching the podcast, and I hear like a loke talking about it, and then it was like the lights start going off, right? And then you start like, oh my God, I completely connect with this idea and this thing this person's saying. And then you start like thinking about like your own like life. So I started thinking about other times where like, oh my God, of course this is me, you know? And because I always had like female best friends mm-hmm. and I always like would much rather, like when we had family gatherings, like I was in the the living room with the women and not in like the kitchen with the men. You know, there's just like other things that just like... um once you look at from once yeah. you like hear a word that describes you, and to me it's language. It's like we we update our iOSs on our phones all the time, and it's updating, update your vernacular, it's updating language, and like how people, <laughs> we should be smarter than our phones. You should be able to update your language, update your understanding. Of, Deltron thirty thirty said, "Upgrade your gray matter because one day it may matter." I'm yeah, I'm fucking Ari so Melber over here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, it's a process, right? Like it even really for me, is. Even my own like discovery, it's like. Uh, and, and imagine having that in, a, you know, you're having that in adulthood. Yeah. You know, ha- being able to have that realization in adulthood. Yeah. And and and, and I can have people, and I, so I will have people who, when I say I am, look at me like, oh, yeah, okay. But when you're an adult, I think it's you can handle that a little better when you're a child. Here's my thing is, like, <laughs> let's say hypothetically I didn't believe in being uh, non-binary, yeah. right? But you're like, hey, instead of saying he, I'd rather you say they. Yeah. What the fuck do I care? <laughs> exactly. Like, it's a. I have to say a different word. Yeah. Who people fucking cares? Of, people are scared of messing up, and and I hate complaining about cancel culture. I because I think it's very, it's a very useful tool. 
But um, yeah. Oh, sorry. No, I was just being silly. I was just bouncing. <laughs> I thought you were telling pen. me to check my phone. No, 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 no. Sorry. <laughs> but, I was uh, just bouncing the pen on the table. <laughs> oh, man, I forgot what I was saying. Um, um, I forgot too. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great point, whatever it was. Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, fuck. What were we talking about? Well, I mean, we're, obviously, we're talking about, oh, having that realization as an adult. Probably. Uh mm. I don't remember. <laughs> it's okay. So well, the, the, one, one thing I, I will ranting. go back to that oh, I... That I, I oh, go, go ahead. Go, no, no, no. If no. you remembered, please. Um, I think I was, I was just talking about... Um, looking back... Oh, no, it's gone. Sorry. <laughs> it's gone. It just like floated away. Well, look, looking back and being able to have everything sort of make sense. Uh, just to touch on the, the, the overall like... You know, because I, I identify as, as, as hetero male, yeah. um, but I also hate what the the you know the male construct of of the idea of what it is to be a man yeah. i've also yeah. i was the the sort of similar where i you know was in the kitchen with my grandma i was yeah. hanging you know my i was uh, uh, my mom was a single mom i was an only child so it was me and my mom for a long time uh, even when my first stepdad was around like you know he he worked all the time so it was just me and my mom you know um and and i've always sort of hated the 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 pigeonholing of 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 like oh well you're a man you have to like this and you can't like that yeah absolutely. you know you have to be into this and you and you can't be into that yeah and it's like that's fucking stupid like i love basketball and i love musicals and that's okay <laughs> yeah like i love that about you. yeah i'm like yeah. i i i was a fucking angsty punk rocker but i also <laughs> played conrad birdie in the high school musical I, sometimes i forget how much you love musicals and then in the group chat we're in i'll see like so much musical music. and then you're just like running off and i'm just like holy shit zambino knows so much about music yeah yeah i love it i love musicals I love they're super fun i don't uh, love all of them some are bad oh yeah cats bad. is bad Really? I don't like cats. I like the movie. I have to admit. The really? Movie, I got great enjoyment. The out movie of it was, it was so weird. It was weird. <laughs> I mean, that's one where I'm like, yeah, it's kind of a fun ride if you're real high. Oh, but yeah. <laughs> it's a horny ass movie, but it's weird enough. It is, yeah. uh, cats are horny. They though. are horny, yeah. Um, I, did, I remembered the thought. Welcome back to so, Cats Horny. <laughs> Go ahead. So I was um, scaring everyone out there by slowly complaining about oh, cancel yes. culture. Yes. But like, I do think that, like, the uh, one, I think it's a great tool, but I do think that it's now made people scared of fucking up. Right. People are so scared of fucking up. And you have to allow people to screw up. I screw up my own pronouns all the time. Like, I just, the way I explain it, and we mentioned at the top of the show, like, yeah. I like to use they, them, but I want to allow people the freedom to, uh, not again, not have a conversation that they're talking about me with their family and they don't want to say, you know, they, them, because they know their conservative dad's going to be like, I see you avoiding he, you know. Yeah, and I yeah. don't want to, like, put people in, in right. conversations I don't want to have because that in Oklahoma can be scary in different ways. But anyway, my own pronouns, I screw up all the time because mm-hmm. I, I'm a stand-up comedian. I started doing uh, comedy again. I took off during the pandemic, as you know. And then I'm Same. starting to, like, trickle in some some older jokes, you know. I try to do a lot of newer stuff. And it's muscle memory. Oh, my God. I, I, I yeah. like, misgender myself so many times. Yeah, yeah. And I use the wrong pronoun because it's a part of my it's part of my set, right? And, like, even though, like, I'm not up there just necessarily reciting monologues, it's, it's still a part of your language. It's part of your rhythm. It's a subcon. It's a script. Oh, yeah. And brains are dumb. They love yeah. being in low you've, power you, mode you, all the time. You've essentially written and memorized a script. Yeah, exactly. You wrote a thing. You memorized it. And now that's just – that word is just part yeah. of the script. And now you and have to re- you have to remember to change the script, yeah. and that's hard to do in the moment. Exactly, but all it takes that it's just like now when I'm on stage and like it does come out like 
sometimes I'll correct myself then, and then other times I'll just kind of make a mental note. Sure. And then next time, like, make sure as the, that line approaches and it kind of sticks out. And, and you like, think about it Correct more. myself. It's a process, yes. and no one's asking you to be perfect right out of the gate. Oh, yeah. No, know? my son had it really great when he was talking to um, uh, his grandparents and basically saying, like, you're going to mess up. Mm-hmm. But the best way to react to it is to not like beat yourself up. Absolutely. It's to it's to Don't make it about you. It's literally just a quick correction and move on. Yeah. You acknowledge the mess up and and by acknowledge the mess up it doesn't mean apologize or, or anything else. It literally just means as something as simple as being like, "Oh, well she I, I mean he and then moving on. Yeah. That little correction says to them, I'm trying. Yes. Yeah. That's all they That's want to see. That's all they want is, yeah. is, 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 is knowing that you're trying. You're going to fuck hey, up. I, I recognize who you are, and, and I, my brain is dumb and programmed a certain way, but I recognize but I'm letting who you are, you know and I'm that making I'm an trying. effort to yes. see you as you are. Yeah. Yes, I'm, I'm, I, want, I want it. I, yeah, it's important that you see that uh, even though I'm making mistakes, yeah. that the effort is there. And that's, all, that's the energy that we want parents to have approaching their children right like well, instead of they just making a law because you don't understand them and i don't understand where they're coming from and you think it's just some trendy thing you saw on tiktok you know and this kid's telling you no this is who i Ooh. am inside of me and speaking of that speaking of of playing off of the fears yeah. and is there's this you know this this misinformation that's being pushed by the right that basically is saying that that liberals are telling eight-year-olds that they're trans and 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 going and and you know mutilating their genitals. Yeah, that's not happening. No. That's one where you can't even find an exception to the rule <laughs> you know unless doing. it was a right-wing nut job doing it to try and give an example. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just not happening. We're talking about you know post-puberty or, or or puberty. You know, it's either puberty or past puberty teenagers mm-hmm. right yeah and 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 when you're talking about the the rare exceptions where you might find a minor who had a surgery it's yeah. probably top surgery yeah. and the likelihood of them being under 16 is is even lo- lower yeah. so you know even if you can find that case of oh a 13 year old that that had top surgery or whatever mm-hmm. it's always going to be that one exception and it's n- and it's never going to be the reason to to fuck it up for everybody else, yeah. For lack of a better word, yeah. And even even if in this, the doctor who performed, if there is an instance, we're not speaking hypothetically, yeah. An instance where there is a child under a teenager who had a surgery, and then if that doctor, like if the community of the doctors want to criticize that doctor for doing it, then like let them sort that out. You know, I don't need politicians telling right. me like what medical doctors should and shouldn't be doing and then like threatening to like find them and jail them or whatever they're threatening yeah. doctors to do. Like let doctors like a doctor has to have a license. A doctor has to still follow other rules that other medical professionals make. You know, like yeah. if the medical Guess community who, says this is okay to do and then a doctor does it, that's great. Guess who I'm fairly confident can't make uh, as educated a decision on my child's well-being as the medical community. <laughs> Turd merchant Mark Wayne Mullen, the fucking plumber. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm sure he's just as as equipped mentally. Plumbers are fucking great. I need plumbers all the time. I don't know how to work on my house. Like, I love plumbers. Like, you do a great skill, but that doesn't mean necessarily... It, absolutely. That you know what's best for my children. Yeah, and that's yeah. the thing, too, is like... It, 
if if your if your whole thing is like uh, this isn't safe for the children, we need to take the choice out of the parents' hands. Yeah. Then then never again come to me with that. Don't fucking try and vaccinate my kid, or don't you yeah. know whatever. Uh, don't you know try and make my kid read a book about black people. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh God. You motherfuckers. Yeah. Uh, and they're also using this mis- misinformation of the fact that they're like, uh, there's all these. There's so many more trans non-binary teens and blah blah blah. And there's not more of them. Yeah, it's never been that. Yeah, they're just less afraid. Yeah, we. You know what I mean? Even Absolutely. though it's as bad as it is with these bills being passed and stuff, there is a larger portion of the community that is accepting, and that is allowing more people to come out without Absolutely. fear. Yeah. and that's why it does. It's not that there's more of them; they've always been there. Yeah. It's just that you had them too fucking scared to be themselves. I uh, I love language, and I think that there's so much. Uh, again, when I learned the language of of a non-binary person mm-hmm. and, and and I learned like so much and so much like made sense to myself but also I love looking at language like in history because if you look at language and, and where like certain words come from you realize that certain things existed at the times absolutely so and then we again our, we were uh, used the word uh, bleep this if you don't want it on the air but tribbing oh yeah <laughs> no no word, I don't bleep it I used the word tribbing in a, a yeah. jackbox game the other day <laughs> And then, like, some people didn't know what it was, so I wanted to, like, look it up to make sure I was, like, defining it right. And then in looking it up, I found out that, like, tribbing comes all the way from, uh, it's a Greek. It's, like, a Greek origin. And, like, the Greek translation. Oh, the Greeks means, were like, nasty. Yeah. The Greeks were yeah. fun, yeah. man. The, the Greek Greeks translation like the of, of Greeks tribbing fuck. was uh, <laughs> a masculine woman penetrating, and specifically using the word penetrating another woman. So they had a word for a woman penetrating another woman. See? That sounds like, and they didn't call it a man. They no. called it a woman who See? sounds like she's got a penis. You know, so like they had a word for a woman with a dick having sex with another woman. So they accepted that as a woman. You know what I mean? Like yes. so, like even well, in the Greek times, they were accepting trans people. Just, and just from a scientific standpoint, like the idea of 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 being tied to uh, to any sort of gender normification because of the genitals you were born with, yeah. like the the existence of a hermaphrodite <laughs> should yeah. fucking yeah. demolish that argument in itself. Completely. Like if if someone is capable of being born with both sets of genitals, then your argument is fucked. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm sorry, but Especially if you're religious and you're thinking like God I'm like, made this person, yeah, I'm over yeah. here like prove um, what's that asshole? Prove me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? Put me wrong, bro. Was that Steven Crowder? That fucking dipshit? <laughs> oh, yeah. That guy sucks ass. <laughs> anyway. Uh, anything else we should touch on? No, I think, uh, we covered everything. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we pretty much except sure, the I, uh, except I, the mass shootings <laughs> and oh, all yeah. the other horrors going on in the world. Was there any other like house bill stuff and, and state bill stuff that we didn't get to? Um, oh, the last one. Uh, the, the last one, of course. If we didn't, uh, was twenty one eighty six. If we didn't say oh. it, and that's the drag story hour. Um, that's the one that could potentially, based on the wording. Um, uh, most like uh, they all sound dangerous, but that yeah. One, well, this one because of the way it says uh, per, drag performance in public or in 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 the view of minors would lead me to believe that they could use that as an excuse to saying to saying walking yeah. in public in drag is a drag performance, and that if you're in doing that in front of a minor, it's against oh, yeah. the law. Oh yeah, you can see them. That's you can see them taking that. Step. They always. And here's another thing to look out for if you know if you're if you're sort of novice to to uh, paying attention to legislation is is always pay attention to wording because they'll use phrases like that loosely 
on purpose. Yeah. They're using that phrasing so that later on down the road they can they can yeah. yes they can use it to justify the the horrible things that they know they're about to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so be aware, be alert, uh, be woke, whatever you want to <laughs> fucking call it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, be be, be aware uh, and and always listen to the wording. Always pay attention to 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 how so they're much. phrasing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, let, let let the people know that you don't support this shit. Let your lawmakers know that, hey, you know, uh, I didn't vote for you, but you represent my district. You represent me, and I don't support this. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, if enough of us do that, uh, I, I don't know and, that we're actually going to sway the legislation yeah. here. And, and I, I think that, like, telling your peers and your neighbors is just as important. Absolutely. Thank you. Because, like, normalizing things Thank is so you. important. Like, calling your, your, your I know the... You feel like the most direct thing you can do is to tell your politicians because they're voting. But these politicians have already been elected. They're already like trying to get reelected. I don't think we're swaying their ideas too much. Well, and there's they have there's it's so one sided that they know they're not going to get outvoted. You're way more likely to sway the idea of your coworker who you share an office with who has iffy political beliefs, but has gotten to know you and your family and your kids. You know, like yes. And then like so many people like they just connect in that way. So if you can like just talk about your family and talk about and no, I know talking about politics at work is is dumb, but to me, this isn't politics. This is people you're talking about. Yeah. Um, and I think it's fine to normalize it. Like I, I haven't been very publicly about my gender yet. I think I'm going to be more and more because I just think that in Oklahoma, non-binary people, especially like our governor, tried to like did take it off. Like so someone was great and like had it on a birth certificate as an option, and boy, he immediately like ripped that off and like made executive orders and shit. You know, so like. There's not enough representation. I don't think people understand what non-binary is. Like they, they get like trans people, mm-hmm. but sometimes the idea that you're neither just like you know it's like a new idea. So anyway, I myself want to try to be more more public and more open because there's a lot to disarming fear. There's a lot to there's. A, I always end up going back to the primal idea of the fact that um, gender and 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 what it meant to be one gender. Um, we made that up. Yeah, I, I'm here to tell you any all of these yeah. things that that you're like, oh, we can't break. That's just how it is. No, we made it up. Yeah, we made everything up. We're the only Close. we're the only species capable of just making up I, the idea of being like, oh, well, you were born with a penis, so you have to be into lumberjack shit. Yeah, like, it's like oh, you have a vagina. Here's your dress. Yeah, we made like, that. Why shit are dresses? Up. Why are dresses for women only? No one said that. We no, made like, it up. Dresses are bullshit. They're just like. Fucking fabric. Yep. So, you know, like, yep. who, it's not Guess clothes what? aren't gendered. Yeah. Men made it up because they wanted easier access to fuck women <laughs> against their will. Yeah. When, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, stop with this bullshit. <laughs> yeah, we made it up. Yeah. Uh, I think I feel really good about this. Yeah, Thank you for great. coming <laughs> in. Thanks for um, having me on. Really, really looking forward to future episodes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, look out for those bills. Let it. Oh yeah, to just continue re- very quickly uh, touching on uh, the idea of just you know letting someone in conversation know that you don't stand for that shit really yeah. does make a difference. I uh, have an actual example. Uh, an old friend that I used to work at a restaurant with. We reconnected after a few years of of uh, you know not working together, and they moved away. And then we became Facebook friends after reconnecting. Um, and they made a post um, that was uh, basically the uh, the whole, like, the Confederate flag being heritage, not hate. Mm. Um, 
And I just very respectfully came in and was like, I have to very much disagree with you on this and and just laid out some some facts on the origin of the flag yeah. and and all of that stuff. And and at the end of it, she ended up messaging me. You know what? I never looked at it from that perspective before. And I think you're absolutely right. And I took the post down. Wow. Nice. Yeah. And yeah. so it can make a difference on an individual level. Absolutely. You yeah. know? Um, and that's not to say go out there and be preachy and, and, oh, and yeah. you know what I mean? You're, but yeah. but at the same time, if you're in a conversation and someone, um, you know, someone uses the R word, let them know, like, you know, hey, we, we're past that now. Yeah. You know, I don't pretend like I wasn't out there using all that shit when I was young. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I had to do a lot of growth myself. Absolutely. I used to think the <laughs> F word was one of the most fun words to say, yeah. you know, and I used to remember like um, growing up, my aunt was gay and I was always around gay people and always was accepting. But I would always be like, hey, you guys, look, I, I, that word is just fun to say. But, but yeah. I grew to the point of realizing that, like, look, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. That doesn't matter because you're hurting someone. Absolutely. And that's what's important there's plenty of other words there's so many absolutely other words. absolutely yeah. and lots of words are fun to say oh my god yeah oh yeah all kinds of them. anti-disestablishmentarianism that's super fun to say <laughs> imperialism i'd rather be fighting imperialism super fun to say uh that was the episode i think of the last show nice um but yeah so so normalize it in conversation yeah. um and 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 do it in a respectful way that just lets people oh, yeah. know, like, hey, we're we're past that shit. We're growing. Yeah, we, you know, we're learning. We we know we used to do that it's, shit. It's a process. Yeah, and those ones that'll be like, oh man, you used to tell all those nasty. Jo-. Yeah, you know what? And I I I grew. I <laughs> yeah. realized. Did you know people can grow? <laughs> I realized that 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 wasn't chill. Yeah, uh, I was I was uh, approached with my with my bad behavior, and yeah. I chose to say, oh. I don't like that, and I don't want to be that person. Absolutely. And you can do that. Uh, so, yeah, TJ, thank you for joining the show. Yeah, um, thank you guys for hanging out with us. I'm really, really excited to be back. Um, we will be with you hopefully weekly, but if not biweekly, uh, probably at most. Uh, we will try not to take any more than a week off in between episodes, but we will also try and be here weekly because shit happens real fast, oh, and yeah. uh, we got to keep you abreast so to speak. Um, and so, yeah, stay alert, look out for those bills and, uh, and be ready to, uh, be ready to, I don't know, call the ACLU or, or whoever else and, and file lawsuits and do whatever we need to do to make sure that we can protect our kids. So we'll see you next week. Maximum News is a production of OLA Ministries. All original music written, performed, and recorded by Kintz.